The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. Let what's coming out of this mouth of ours, let these words be nothing but praise, praise, praise. That's how we're going to win our battles, through praise from our lips to God's ear. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, When I Am Afraid. Speak the Word. You know, most of us, don't feel safe anymore. And the enemy has come into our homes. He's come into our schools. He's come into our malls. He's come into our workplaces. And so most of us aren't feeling too safe anymore. We're, some of us are even afraid to leave our homes anymore because we don't feel safe. But the Lord has impressed upon me today to reassure you through his word that you are not alone, that he sees everything. And Joshua 1, 9, he said, be strong and brave, and do not be afraid. He said, do not lose your hope. He said, for I am the Lord your God. He says, and I will be with you everywhere you go. Hallelujah. You know, brothers and sisters, there has never been a time when we need to get closer to our Father than right now so He can protect us. I don't know of a time in history where we have been faced with such challenges that we are faced with today. As I said, not only in our homes, but in our schools, in our malls, in our workplaces, and even in our churches. You know, we're getting to the point where we're really jumpy and looking around us all the time expecting something to happen. But I'm here to tell you today that God is with you. He sees everything, and He is going to protect you. But we have to get close to Him. We have to get closer to Him than we've ever been before. Are you hearing me? In 2 Thessalonians says, But the Lord is faithful, and He will strengthen you and protect you, He says, from the evil one. In Psalm 17, He says, He will keep you as the apple of His eye and hide you in the shadow of His wings. You know, that was how David felt. David felt that way when he was being attacked by his enemies. As a matter of fact, in Psalms 56, brings to mind the time when David fled from Saul and sought help from the Philistines, his former enemies. Actually, they were his enemies at one time. But David sought help from them in his time of fear and panic. And David found courage. It says even though he was being pursued, David found courage in trusting God to do what could not be done by human power and ingenuity alone. It only could be done by God. So I've entitled my message today, When I Am Afraid. David's confession was, When I'm struck by fear, I let go, depending securely upon you alone, O Lord. In Psalms 56, 3, it says, In God, whose word I praise, in God's whose place I put my trust, he said, I shall not let fear come in, For what can measly man do to me? You know, I have to remind myself of that a lot. What can man do to me? You know, this morning the enemy was trying to distract me. He's been trying to distract us 
especially in the last few days by setting up different things going on at the Founders Inn down here and down here, uh, trying to distract us, trying to get our, our attentions off of what God really wants to do today. But there's a mighty move of God in here, and it's going to continue to move all day long if you will just open up your hearts and receive what He has for you. He is powerful, almighty, and He can be in each one of us all at the same time. Yeah. And so let's don't let the distractions that the enemy is trying to bring against us hinder us from receiving what the Lord has gathered us here to receive today. And, and, and the enemy was speaking to me this morning. You know, you know his thoughts. You know when he's throwing those darts at you. And he was uh, putting something in my mind about, you know, people that don't have anything else better to do. You know, they, they, they're trolls. And they troll the websites and the pages, you know, and they're always making comments, you know, about me, the fact that I'm a female or the, or, or what, something that the Lord has given me to preach, you know, but he's always, and, and one comment said today, why don't you just go back somewhere? <laughs> you know, you're preaching heretics, you know, and you're a false prophet, you know, you know, the you know, enemy, you know, well, like I said, would throw these things at you. And I said, and I was sitting in my bathroom, I said, God, I just thank you that I have not suffered. I will never suffer to the extent that you've suffered. What is a few words? Those words can't hurt me. But God, thank you for your word. Your word, where the power is in your word. The word is not in the power of what people think about, say about you or think about you. The word is in the power of God. David said, he told God, he said, I, I trust in you. David said, you keep track of all my sorrows. He said, you have collected all of my tears in your bottle. He said, you've recorded each one of them in your book. You know, and if, if, if the enemy makes you cry or you're getting sorrow, we have to know that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He never changes. He's put my tears in his bottle. He's put your tears in his bottle. Are you hearing me? He's not oblivious to what's going on in your life. He knows and he cares. In Psalms 138, he, the Lord says that he will perfect that which concerns you. So whatever concerns you, and I used to have a problem with this because I would think that only God was interested in large prayers and big, big, big needs. You know, like you need a mortgage on your house or you need a car. Big things. But God is interested in everything. No, you know, if you snag your toenail, God is interested. You know, you stick yourself with a needle. He's interested. If it concerns you or affects you, it concerns him and it affects him. Are you hearing me? There is no prayer too small and there is nothing too large, on the other hand, that you can't ask God for. In faith and by faith, receive it. Praise the Lord. In God I have put my trust, he said. I will not be afraid for what can man do to me. What can man do to you? Nothing. They're trying every day. They're trying in every area of our lives. They're trying. In one incident in 1 Samuel 10, 13, David had to actually pretend to be insane, scratching on doors and drooling down his beard so the king would think that he was mad. But you know, David was a mighty warrior. However, he was not immune to the emotion of fear, and especially when his enemies were hot on his trail no more than we are. And there are many times when David's had to flee his enemies, but fortunately for David, he found the cure for his fear. He said, whenever I am afraid, he said, I will put my trust in God. 
And that's where we have to put our trust. David said, I praise God for what he has promised. I trust God, so why should I be afraid? He's telling them, if you put your trust in me, why should you be afraid? That's what David said. I trust you, so what is there to be afraid of? You know, what, what is there to intimidate you, to make you fearful? You know, the enemy, he, the devil, he is so subtle, very subtle. But you can be more subtle because you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. And he knows everything. He searches the deep things and knows everything. So he, he, he's got a response for you. He said, my enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. He said, this I know, he said, because God is on my side. He said, I know that when I call upon you, that my enemy is going to run and take tail. Isn't that what the word of God tells us to saints in Romans 8, 31? If God be for you, who can be against you? As I said before, God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He changes not. Hallelujah. I personally believe that our fears often comes from our overestimating our attackers and underestimating our own resources in God. I'm going to repeat that. I think that most of the time the reason why we get in such great fear is because we underestimate our attacker, the enemy, Satan, and we underestimate who we are. We don't recognize our own birthright. We don't recognize who we are in Christ Jesus. And we don't recognize the power that we have. We are, we are so powerful, as Pastor Cindy was saying. We're just filled from the top of our heads to the tip of our toes with the Holy Spirit. And he says, I'm re he's always ready, always ready and able to help you. And what is our greatest resource, saints? The Word of God. Where is the power? The Word of God. Saints, your tongue is a powerful thing. You can bring forth miracles and you can bring forth defeat through the spoken word. In other words, through your tongue. God works through my tongue and he works through your words. He works through my words. He works through your words. And you need to know that Satan also works through your words. And that's why he tries so hard to get you to take those thoughts that he puts into your mind, as he was doing to me this morning as I was dressing to come here. He was putting, trying to put those thoughts in my mind. He was trying to cause a distraction so that the Holy Spirit couldn't move as the Holy Spirit wanted to move. Not that the Holy Spirit didn't want to move, but he only moves as we let him. He doesn't intrude. So if he can get, you know, our mind is an awesome thing. And if we, if we can get our mind aligned with God's word and his thoughts about us, then the enemy can't come, he can't harm us. But he knows that. And he's had 2,000 years of experience. You know, he, he knows everything. However, giving voice to God's word is how you give voice to your faith. And that's also how you get your victory. God wants to hear your faith. And how do you show God your faith? You show him your faith by honoring his word and by confessing his word daily and by believing him. I had a phone call or, or my assistant minister had a phone call the other day from a 79-year-old man from Wisconsin, I think it was. And, and he had been uh, just recently been listening to me. I don't know, I'm on the radio or the YouTube. I don't know, but I think the radio. And he was, he, he was, she said he was almost in tears. She says he was just so upset because he had just found out that the, you know, that the victory was in his mouth. 
you know, the victory was in his words. And he said, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that I had that power. I didn't know that's where my victory was. But victory is right here. But so is defeat right here. It's the same. Are you hearing me? So don't wait like him and be 79 before you find out. Or like me, become a grandmother before you learn to accept the Holy Spirit either. One of the things that you can start actually just by confessing over your health, you know, you can start by confessing things like this. I confess the healing power of God is flowing through my body and it's flowing through there right now. And it's driving out any kind of afflictions. Lord, your healing power is flowing through me to keep every member of my body strong and every member of my body functioning normally in the name of Jesus. And saints, if you would take anything in your body, you need to zero in on it immediately. When you receive your healing today and the enemy tries to bring it back, you need to zero in on that immediately because he will try to bring it back. Trust me that he will. And you're going to have to say, no, you don't. No, you don't, Satan. No, you don't. And you hang on to it. You're going to have to have bulldog faith. He said, you speak God's word no matter what it is that's attacking you and believe by faith, God by faith, that whatever it is, and it'll begin to perform normally. It was just like Christina was saying. She prayed over her dad. A 700-pound weight had fallen on his foot. And, and, and she prayed over him. And, you know, within the evening, he was totally healed. Next morning, he went back to work just walking as normal as he could walk. And the men were standing around in amazement because they, they were with him the night before and they knew what had happened. And they're probably saying, what happened to you? And he said, my daughter, six-year-old, laid hands on me, prayed for me. God healed me. I think it's awesome. That's where we need to be. Isn't that what God tells us? He says, unless you be like a little child, you can't enter into the kingdom of God. And you know what he's saying? You need the faith of a child. We need the faith of a child. You know, you might have to confess that scripture a thousand times before you see any results, but you don't stop. You don't ever give up. Don't ever let up until you get the results that you want. If you have to confess it 2,000 times, if you have to confess it 5,000 times, whatever it takes... You don't give up. I heard Pastor Norval Hayes, some of you might be familiar with him. He went home, a great man of God. He went home to be with the Lord last October at the age of 91. Pastor Hayes experienced a lot of healings in his meetings by teaching the people to speak God's word over their situations and by being consistent. I would say that the word, I capitalize this, I think the word here is consistent. We are not consistent. We say something, but then we aren't consistent. And then we wonder why something don't happen. It's not happening because you're not consistent. And God honors consistence. He honors your faith, but not wimpy faith. He wants you to have real faith. He taught them. He taught them how to live and not die. He said there was a lady that had attended his seminars and had learned to speak God's word over her small abnormal son who could not walk and who was mentally challenged. As a matter of fact, Christina, little Christina, listens to all of my CDs. And some of the things that she says is what she heard me say. You know, she heard me say one time that it's okay to go to the doctor, but it's not God's best. And she stood on that as a child. She took that word 
And she believed it. And she stood on it. And last year when she was so ill, she stood on that word. God is healing me. And we've got to do the same thing. We can't have one foot here and one foot here. We've got to have them both here. You're either for God or you just don't know where you are. But He is the only one. That, having both feet here is your only salvation. That's the only thing that's going to help you, whether it's your finances, your health, or whatever it is. It's the only thing that's going to help you. Are you hearing me? You've got to have both feet in the kingdom. You cannot be wishy-washy and expect to hear from God. You just can't do it. Hallelujah. He said this lady had attended his seminars and had learned to speak God's word over her abnormal son who could not walk and was mentally challenged. I mean, you know, just drooling. She told Brother Normal that for every day for two years that she would drag her son across the floor every morning and say, I command you to walk in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for healing my son. Thank you for making him my son normal. And every night she would put him to bed and then she'd kneel down and she would pray and thank God for healing her son. Thank God for healing her son and for making him normal and for giving him a special gift. She also asked God to give him a special gift. After two years, after two whole years of dragging her son across the floor and confessing the word of God, she was awakened one night in the middle of the night to the sound of a piano player. Saints, God had gotten in bed with that little boy and he was sitting at the piano playing like Beethoven. Been that way. Didn't know nothing. Didn't have the mentality of a two-year-old. And couldn't walk a step. Now he's walking and playing the piano. Praise God. When I heard this, the Lord gave me a vision of someone applying a bandage or compression wrap with a firm pressure to a cut and maintaining that pressure until the bleeding stops. I'm sure that you can get an image of uh, somebody wrapping an ace bandage or something around your leg or your arm or something's cut and you and the doctor or somebody will say you've got to keep the pressure on. Don't let don't turn it loose. Keep the pressure on and because unless you keep that pressure on, it's gonna start bleeding again. So you gotta keep the pressure on to stop the bleeding. Are you hearing me? So this was the image that the Lord gave me. In other, word, in other words, the Lord was giving me a vision on how we must keep applying His Word to our situations until we have the needed results that we need. In other words, that woman didn't let go day after day, week after week, month after month, two years before she got her prayers answered. But she was consistent every day, every day. You have to be consistent with your prayers. You can't, you can't let go. No matter what, you cannot turn loose. You can't let go. Keep that vision when you're speaking to your body or speaking you know, over your health, your children, or your relationships, or your finances. Keep that vision. Keep applying that word. And keep applying that word no matter how many times you have to say it. No matter how long it takes. Because it will happen. It will happen. There is no doubt. God will honor your faith. God will honor your faith, and He will respond. He will respond. Yes, sometimes Jesus does perform miracles instantly. I agree with you. However, all miracles don't always come immediately. Sometimes we have to walk it out by faith. Are you hearing me? Everything don't come like driving through McDonald's or Hardee's. 
you know, you, you've got to keep, you, you have to be willing to want something bad enough to be consistent and to have faith enough to do it. You know, trouble with most believers is we give up too quickly. We begin to listen to the wrong voice. I could have been tempted to give up, but I had lots of people praying for me and over me. And I thank God for the ones that the Lord sends my way to pray for me and to pray over me because I'm just as human as you are. And I can be just as vulnerable. Amen. Amen. You know, it, it, it's something that you have to walk in every day. You can't walk in it occasionally. You have to walk in it every day. Hallelujah. It says in John 10, 27, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. In Isaiah 30, 21, it says, Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, This is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. Saints, this is the Holy Spirit guiding you, acting as your umpire continually in your hearts. He's acting as your umpire. You can't look to the left and you can't look to the right, but you must keep your focus on Jesus is what he's saying. And you're going to have your miracle if you will not lose focus. When I was a kid growing up on the farm, I have two of my sisters, thank God for them. And, you know, we grew up on a farm. I grew up on a farm and we had horses and we had mules and we put bridles with blinders on the horses so that the horses couldn't see to the left or to the right. And they had to look straight ahead. Some of you may be familiar with uh, just maybe regular horses, but in some racehorses, I think they put blinders on them. But uh, and when I was growing up, like I said, we had put we put bridles on the horses that had blinders on each side because if they did look to the if they didn't look straight ahead, if they if they would look to the left or to the right and not look straight ahead, then the roads would be all crooked. And you can't, you don't want to plant your beans on a crooked row. But you know, if you want anything from God, you can't look to the left and you can't look to the right. You gotta stay focused. You gotta have some blinders on. Keep those blinders on. Are you hear me? Proverbs 4.25 says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. In other words, he's saying, don't focus on your problem. Don't focus on your situation, but keep your eyes focused and keep looking straight ahead, looking on God, looking at God. Keep, keep your eyes on Him. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. This has been Speak the Word, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We're glad you've joined us for today's message. Speak the Word is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear more from Speak the Word, visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. There, you can also learn more about Pastor Joe, purchase audio CDs or DVDs, and watch and listen to other radio messages from Pastor Joe. Again, just go to speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back with a closing word. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's new book. It's titled, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. During this unsettling and fearful time, do you need God's help perhaps like never before? In this new book, Pastor Joe will help you develop a prayer life that delights the heart of God and moves Him to act on your behalf. 
If today's events have you in fear and worry, this is the perfect book for you. God, are you listening? I need help. The new book from Pastor Joanne Ramsey. If you'd like a copy, just ask for it when you include a donation to Speak the Word Ministries of just $10 or more. Write to us at Speak the Word Ministries, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Again, that's P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Our telephone number is toll-free, 855-505-2297. Pastor Joe and her team also welcomes your emails, and we'd be happy to pray for you. Our email address is speakthewordministry at cox.net. That's speakthewordministry at cox.net. And now, here again is Pastor Joe. Father, I thank you that even though we're being tempted on a daily basis to be afraid because of all the many things that are going on around us in our churches, in our schools, and in our workplaces, that according to your word, we don't have to be afraid of any of these things. You tell us to be strong and to be brave and not to be afraid and not to lose hope. For you said, I am the Lord your God, and I will be with you wherever you go. I thank you, Lord, that you are a faithful father and that you will strengthen us and protect us from the evil one. You said you would keep us as the apple of your eye and hide us in the shadow of your wings. Thank you, Lord. Father, help us to be like David and find courage and trust in you to do what cannot be done by human power alone, but only by putting our trust in you. In God I place my trust, and I shall not let fear come in, for what can measly men do to me? So when I am afraid... I will take courage, for this I know. My enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. Hallelujah. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word the Word of God against the world.